You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 64. Four. With a six. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know why it's special? Why is this special? Because of the song I'm going to play. Ins- insert Beatles song here. When I get older, losing my head many years from now. episodes to play when I'm 64. <laughs> I know this. I like that song. I actually. do too. It's a good song. I like Beatles. I do like the Beatles. I'm your Native American pop spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined to across the way this time by by Stephanie, your facilitator of fun. Um, I would first of all like to apologize um, f- if this podcast goes a little astray because uh, I'm a little what we would call under the weather. <laughs> he is. And kind of medicated. I am sort of medicated, so. So this could be really interesting. It could be fun. Um, this week's episode is brought to you by us. Who's us? Us, the people you're listening to now. Uh, Stephanie, take it away. All right. We are going to be at Pensacon. Pensacon! 2017. 2017. Bum, bum, bum. So we have two shows going on at Pensacon. We have How It Stacks at 1.30 on Saturday the 18th in Ballroom. Uh, Grand Ballroom Grand, B, uh, B. Grand Ballroom B. And this week we're going to be talking, well, uh, for Pensacon we are talking about uh, Superman versus Batman. Not the Zack Snyder film. The Thank guy, God. <laughs> the guys are going to stack um, the Christopher Reeve original Superman 1 and 2 versus the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, um, Batman, and Batman Returns. <clears throat> Which one is better? Batman. I would tend to agree, and I think most people will. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm moderating that, so that should be That's fun. That's awesome. That um, should be a fun. And then we have our wonderful game show, hashtag, hashtag. A pop culture game show. It'll be at 10.30 p.m. Saturday the 18th in Grand Ballroom B. Same place as you watched uh, hashtag, hashtag, but much, no, same place that you watched How, How it, stacks. it Stacks, yes. But much later in the evening. Medicated. I thought I was going to do this while I'm That's screwing right. up. Didn't happen. But yeah, we're going to be at Pensacon. We're going to be doing some celebrity interviews and talking to cosplayers. And so we're going to have some mm-hmm. new video content and some new content for the for the different podcast shows that we've got going on, including our newest one, which uh, you heard last week, My Star Wars Life. It's wonderful. Hope you enjoy it. I, we enjoy making it. Um, this week is Rebellion, and next week you'll get another My Star Wars Life. Awesome. So Awesome. So, so come find us. Um, we, we will be around. Uh, we'll have T-shirts on that kind of indicate who we are. It's yeah, going to be awesome. So there will be hashtag hashtag T-shirts we'll have on or uh, Chronicles, Mopcast yeah, Chronicles of Limbo shirt or uh, and we've got um we've got cool business cards for the Chronicles that we can give you so you can find it. I hope people are finding it. I hope people are enjoying it. I, 
I haven't heard much like much feedback, except from the uh, the guy who runs B Comics. He's a fan. Oh, and that's awesome. That's I like it. So he was thrilled that his uh, B Comics was the first on the back of the the um, business card because awesome. we have you know the sub ad is uh, Chronicle Limbo. You can find on um, B Comics dot com or Tapastic or Webtoons uh, or Tumblr. And just just search for Chronicles of Limbo. You can't miss it. Find it on Instagram. You can find it on Instagram. It moves on Instagram. It's pretty awesome. It moves, and you do voices. Yes, right. I do. And so, yay! Yay! So it's really cool. I I love Chronicles of Limbo. Um, if you like vampires and you like really cool action scenes, and if you like cute little baby redheads, <laughs> you totally need to watch this <laughs> that, comic. That's pretty much the first six pages of this comic. <laughs> Maybe redheads and vampires. It's it's pretty awesome. I like it. It's a I, weird comic. I dig the comic. It's it's cool. And we, and we got some more comic stuff coming out this year too. I think I have another one coming out in the end of the month first of next month. Awesome. So I have a short that I have rediscovered that I can put up. Awesome. Yep. It's kind of steampunky. I like steampunk. It's gonna be fun. Um. So that's uh, that's fun stuff out of the way. So let's talk about um. Let's talk about Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, we don't talk much sports on here, but I'll 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 put it this way: um, I don't know um, who sold their soul to the devil for the Patriots to win. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I hope they're enjoying living in hell after after because that's the only way I can explain. Dark powers made that work. <laughs> and usually, I'm pro dark powers. Um, I okay. I don't watch pro football. That's not my thing. So um, I went to a Super Bowl party. It was my cheat day or cheat meal. So I could enjoy the yummy food, which is what I was mostly interested in. And um, so I decided I was going to pull for Atlanta because they are closer to us here in Mobile. <laughs> it just made sense to me. You know, whatever choice you made on that, that's good. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as it wasn't the Patriots. No, the I, devil. I couldn't see any reason to pull for the Patriots. There was, mm. I, I was looking on my Facebook. I saw nothing good about them on the Facebook. Um, they are the devil. Bill Belichick is their satanic leader. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I pulled for the, for the fact. And plus, my ex-husband was pulling for the Patriots. So you know, I figured I'd. <laughs> well, if you need a reason to root for against <laughs> for the, the Patriots, <laughs> um, we were at his house for the for the Super Bowl party. So the reason why I hate the Patriots is that I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. As as you and your husband cheer for the Seminoles. <laughs> That's how much I cheer for Buffalo. That's awesome. And so, however, we're terrible. Um, that's one. B, the Patriots are in our division, so we have to play them twice a year. Oh. Yeah. I hate the Patriots. Oh. We haven't been to the Super Bowls. We haven't been to, well, we haven't been to the Super Bowl since 94, but we lost four in a row. Did you notice that that last <laughs> touchdown wasn't a touchdown? Yeah, his knee was down. And I said, and I screamed that. The, the ball didn't cross yeah. the plane in the knee, and I screamed that when it happened. But you know, once I saw the confetti on the ground, they were like, yeah, that's a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it totally was not a touchdown. <laughs> Who's going to clean up that mess? I got you. I feel you. But anyway. But the most important part of the, the, I guess the more entertaining part of the game was uh, Lady Gaga's halftime show. Oh, it was amazing. Amazing. So if you didn't see it, you should YouTube this. This is, um, first of all, if you didn't see it, why are you listening to this show? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lady Gaga is at the top of the Houston's, the dome in Houston, 
and she's you know she does her quiet little protest song by singing "America the Beautiful" and "This Land Is Your Land," which but are it's not really necessarily a protest. Oh. She was pro America, I yeah, believe. It was very pro America. This land is your land. Is, is, is a protest song. Yeah, but we. I don't know. We, I mean, we totally sing that as kids every yeah, day at but, school. But its origin is a it's a protest song. I understand <laughs> that, but it wasn't like you know she wasn't in. Doing one of those in-your-face kind of no, she was very subtle and very respectful, but still it was a protest, and that's that was mm. her way she chose to protest, and that's that's cool. That's all I'm saying. But on the flip side, she looked like a supervillain. It was awesome. <laughs> she was in the silver thing with this weird mask, and like like she honestly looked like the nemesis of last year's she, Beyonce's. She didn't have a mask on. She had, she had big old shoulder. I thought she had like I thought she had like no. yeah, like uh, something on her eyes. No, she had glitter. I think she had something on her eyes. I don't think so. Maybe it was her makeup. Just I don't know. Makeup. She didn't. To me, it looked like like a jacked up Robin mask. But I was so. But seriously, I thought she looked like the nemesis of last year's Beyonce's performance because you know Beyonce was all like militant, badass, and you know full of like ammo and whatnot. And I'm like, you're not a Beyonce fan. Look at this. I am not a Beyonce fan. Queen B, man. Queen B. But um, so she also had an army of drones. <laughs> It was amazing. It take me a minute. Did it take you a minute to figure out what the hell was going on? Well, I knew ahead of time because she had to um, like get FAA clearance and all that kind of stuff for those drones. So there was like some See, articles the, about that. The only thing I had heard about or read about, and I think because I checked out pretty much after that, because I heard like the week before that she was trying on being on the roof, and I'm like, I, Lady Gaga cray cray, and why she want to be on the roof, and. So I dismissed it because I was. I wouldn't have been on the roof. So I was the NFL or Houston. I'd be like, you cray cray. That's not going to happen. But it happened. So I'm watching it and I'm watching these lights behind her. And I'm like, how in the world is she doing this? And then it was like, drones. She's got to have 100 drones out there. She had an army of drones. Army of drones. A fleet of drones out there. And then she leaped. (laughs) Leaps off of the the roof of the, the, the Houston Dome. Onto her stage. And flies around there for a little bit while she sang. She yeah, and then she sang like a medley of her hits. It was like the quickest Lady Gaga concert ever. Yeah, it was awesome. And then um, she goes up on this like scaffolding kind of thing when she's finished. And she's got a, um, she drops the mic. And then somebody throws a football. She catches the ball and jumps off the scaffolding. Right, so there wasn't just a mic drop. There was a Gaga drop. It was a Gaga drop. It was amazing. And so, and I, I watched that. My next move, my, my next statement was your move, Beyonce. That's it. <laughs> and someone was like, "Well, she's incubating two children." And I'm like, "Hey, I mean, that's a. I believe in miracles, but she got time to prepare. That's all I'm saying." So, if we talk poorly about her um, pregnancy photos, would oh, that yeah, be a no, 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 no? I don't know what kind of glamour shots those pregnancy They're photos awful. are. Terrible. <laughs> Like Beyonce, who I know is a big fan of the show. Um, Beyonce, Queen B, I love you. I love you with all my heart. I think your single ladies is my jam. But I'm just saying, honey, <laughs> honey. It's like <laughs> it's like you have all the money in the world to hire a professional right. photographer. You, literally, why did you, you have? Let, a, I don't have money because it's Bay's money. Why did you <laughs> let your husband take those photos? That's what it looked like. <laughs> it was bad. She's <laughs> like, you know, what? Uh, get, put your, Come put on, your, baby, get up against that car. Let me tell you. I, yes, no. You have all the money in the world. Hire a real photographer, please. And no offense to the real ph- photographer that took this, but seriously, what were you thinking? And I hope you're laughing and cashing that check. 
Oh yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> it was that terrible. That was terrible. Oh, you. C- I hope it was a big check because you're not mm. going to get any more work. <laughs> oh, they were just. Oh. And I, I only saw the one, and I heard there was more, and I couldn't. Oh, there's like several, and I, I mean, couldn't do and it. They're all equal. Oh wait, wait, no, no, no. I saw the one of um, Blue Ivy giving, handing. Is it? She's handing. I think flowers. Flowers or to, to her mom, or. But it's just the the back oh, number one. What what she's wearing now, a lot of pregnancy photos you're in your underwear, but most people tend to match their underwear. Like you have one set that matches. Maybe she's just trying to say I'm having a boy and a girl. Not just wearing some mix matched Walmart panties with a nursing bra, because that's what it looked like. She had some Walmart panties and a nursing bra. She just walked in and be like, I'm Queen Bee. I will wear what I want. And I'm like, they don't even match. It was horrible. And And then the cheap backdrops. And and no one's going to question Beyonce (gasps) versus like, bless her heart. Queen Bee made lemonade. She knows what she's doing. like whatever it's like donald trump he's got all the money in the world why can't you go get your hair cut that's his style no that is not a style that is something that's his style (laughs) that is a dead ferret on his head hey he nurtures that dead ferret it's like i don't understand you've got all the money in the world go get your hair fixed well he has all the money that beyonce doesn't have (laughs) that's right you know what i mean our economy is run by beyonce and donald trump all (laughs) i can say all i can say is both could have done better (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, craziness. Uh, speaking of Trump, and we don't get political on this we're show. Not, we're not getting political. But we're just I talking wanna, about his ferret. So, did you watch um, uh, Melissa McCarthy as um, Spicer on uh, SNL? I did not. I don't. I know this is terrible. I don't watch SNL anymore. So, I saw some clips. <laughs> Any reason why? <laughs> because it. Um, I quit watching like in the 80s. Like. Wow, you've missed so much good SNL. Yeah, I literally, I quit, like, I think the last, uh, who was on it last time I watched? Mike Myers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You have missed a lot of good SNL. Yeah. A lot of good SNL. Well, it's too late now. There's way too much for me to catch up on. No, we CISO or Hulu, we can get you caught up on some SNL. There's some, just watching classic bits, like Cowbell or... uh, Trying to think of some other uh, the, anything with oh I did see some Will Ferrell yeah, Will back Ferrell in the day stuff. off and on the Jeopardy bits are great oh I did see some of those like on YouTube and uh, stuff like, those uh, are good but you know like what the I mean Target Lady and yeah I just haven't I don't know I quit watching consistently I after a while I, I had a I had an on and off period but I think for the last five years I've pretty much watched every season I did see like clips of the M- Melissa McCarthy thing which I thought was brilliant oh, it was funny she was very funny. Um, I, I like how Spicer has like lost his mind over. It. He's been throwing a fit over it, and this is like, dude, it was terrible, and blah blah blah. And so, if imitation I was, is the best form of if, flattery, if I was Spicer, I would hire a man to do Melissa McCarthy and do like a stand-up bit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and and just, and that would just be my rebuttal. <laughs> I would I would pay for that. I'd be like, you know, if if F- SNL imitates me, God willing, that will happen one day. And, and regardless of flattening or not, I'm just going to be like, all right, cool, game on, and do our own thing with our own whoever. Right. I did follow the Trump-Schwarzenegger Twitter war for, for a little while because I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, Schwarzenegger's mad. Well, uh, Trump's mad because the apprentice ratings are slipping or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was. So basically, yeah, the apprentice ratings are slipping, and it, during the National Prayer Breakfast, 
he apparently asked for prayer for Arnold Schwarzenegger for his ratings. Because they are low. <laughs> which, you know, is probably not a place for that kind of a prayer. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, mean, pray for whatever you want to pray for. That's I mean, neither I mean, here nor I mean, there. If, I mean, look, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus, help my ratings. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think there's more urgent things in the country that need to be taken care of. But that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> whatever. But but Schwarzenegger responded basically on, on Twitter. Report. He made a little video and basically said, "Hey, if you want to come back on The Apprentice, I'll I'll take over your job as president." Yeah, only Schwarzeneggers are president. First of all, it would be illegal. It would be illegal. <laughs> Unconstitutionally, can't do it. Um, the other, I, I wish there was somebody. Uh, at the prayer break, breakfast to 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 pull the Han Solo on on um, Trump as Trump's like I hope you know I want to pray for yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh right you know ladies for the Apprentice and he the guy would look over and be like that's not how prayer works it's <laughs> <laughs> not how prayer works it's uh, not how the force works <laughs> it's something it is entertaining it's I've um to, do you know the first movie they watched in the White House together no Finding Dory. Really? Yeah, so they watched it because, you know, the White House has a theater in it. And well, so, is that because the son was there? Yeah, yeah uh, probably. Well, probably his kid was there. I, I mean, the child's young. Yeah. Why not watch Finding Dory? But people lost their mind. I mean, not Dory because, you know, Dory's brain. And <laughs> <laughs> non fish people. Yeah, so. Uh, that's crazy. I think people care too much about stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. Who cares what movies he watches? In <laughs> that's why we do. A I'd podcast. be watching Pulp Fiction on the big screen if it were me. If I were president, does it make me a bad person? Is Pulp Fiction your favorite Quentin Tarantino? Hmm. I only ask because I'm having I'm having this existential crisis about my favorite Qu- uh, Quentin Tarantino. Is it my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie? Because I was watching uh, last night before bed. Um, Jackie mm. Jackie Brown was on cable. I like Jackie Brown. And I think I th- um <laughs> And I keep forgetting I, how I, much I love Jackie Brown. I do like Jackie Brown. I like I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan and it's really, really hard. I, Pulp fiction sticks with me because when it came out I remember um buying it on on what year was that? Was it DVD or it's a DVD? No, well, or was it a VHS? It would have been, had to have been a VHS because it was Pulp a VHS. Fish came out in 94, so it probably was out on DVD and, I mean, uh, um, VHS in 95. I remember having a VHS when it first came out and then getting, so I watched it religiously. Mm-hmm. So that is stuck in, stuck in my head. I love that one. Um, but I, I like... I like Inglorious Bastards. It's a good one too. And I really like Django. I have never laughed so hard throughout a movie than Django and Chain. I like Django. Um, it's so politically incorrect. But it's good. But it's good, it's, it's and a solid I movie. laughed so hard. I mean, it right but I love Jamie Foxx. Right, and I so. think I think it rightfully won the Oscar mm-hmm. for that one. I mean, uh, for for best screenplay. Yes. And uh, Christoph Waltz won again, too. Um, Jim like Crouch should have won. Yeah, but. I like the, um, what's that last one? The um, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight's good. I enjoyed that one. I, they're all just really good. They're just different. I mean, different ways. I liked, you know, um, Kill Bill 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, I can only watch Kill Bill. Like yeah, one movie. I can't watch it that often. Well, I, l- I loved it when it first came out. I could probably watch it like once a week. I love it. I think I think Kill Bill's my favorite, but I'm trying to figure out my second, and I'm, I'm, I keep going between. Well, I like 
I like one of the one better than two, I think. Whichever one has um, Oshi Ren. Okay, one has the one yeah, because all the action and, and Kill Bill's front loaded, and it's on that. Way. Yeah. So I like. So I like. <coughs> that's it's done that on purpose because because originally you know uh, Tarantino wanted to make it one. It's one. It's one film right. in his mind. Studio made him cut it in two. Oh yeah. And so because it's long. Right, it is long. It's a very long film. But uh, have you ever watched it straight? Yes. Because I have a, I have a I have a I have a fan cut that is close to the whole bloody affair. There's a cut that Tarantino has that he does at festivals and sometimes right. sometimes runs at the New Beverly Hills Theater in L.A. And um, but it's both movies with some extra scenes to make it one, so it doesn't cut. It's just yeah. one film. And so I have a fan cut that's really close to that, but not complete. And that's the only way I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, but it's good. But yeah, all the action, all the the intense action is all front loaded, and then it mm-hmm. cerebral the second half. I mean, there's action in the second half, but I mean, there's nothing more than that duel between you know uh, B, who's all drugged up, and 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 Bill yeah. talking about Superman, and that this, and yeah. all she wants to do is kill, but she can't. Oh, yeah, I love that. those are good movies. Yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite. That's a hard question, Scotty. I like all of them. I can quote. Pulp Fiction, only because I've seen it so much. Enough. So I don't know. Oh. Good question. Pulp what are your choices? Like, what 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 are you? Back? So I, like I said, so I was watching Jackie Brown again. Last oh yeah, Jackie night. Brown and, 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 and Kill Bill. You know, like, well, Kill Bill's my favorite. I think. Yeah. I think Kill Bill's solid, my favorite. And mainly, mainly because of the two reasons. There's two parts in, in Kill Bill that are just phenomenal. I love the the duel between uh, B and uh, Oshiren at the right. Uh, that that oh it's phenomenal, and the and then I like the the the, the bookend the the, mm-hmm. the the verbal duel between B and right. when you find out like why she left, right and she's doing all this action stuff when she was pregnant and she's like now I have this life and I have to you know come to grips to in terms with this right and so it's it's a powerful powerful story it is I forgot how much I enjoy, I. I don't watch Jackie Brown as often, and when I do, I'm just marveled about how much I love it. Samuel Jackson's amazing in it. He is. Pam Grove, of course, is phenomenal. She is just, I mean, she is on it as Jackie. Mm-hmm. And um, then, then you have De Niro in there, who's almost playing a caricature of himself right. to a point that's great. I like how he just shoots Bridget Fonda in the, because it's like, yeah. I, I had forgotten about that. And so, you know, they're... They go and they try to steal the money. They're going through the parking lot, and she's like, "Where's the car? Where'd you go? Where'd you park the car? You don't know where the, you don't, yeah. Lewis, you don't know where you put the car. Louis can't find the car, and then he just shoots her twice. <laughs> I would have to just it's shot, awesome. and, he, and he's very. He's, I just had to shoot her. <laughs> I, ju- I just had to shoot her, and that De Niro face. But <laughs> spoilers for a movie that's what, yeah, twenty years old. I think it's ninety seven, so it would be twenty I don't years know, old. It's good. Jake Brown's so good. So between that, I think, and then Django is really close up there too. So it's Jackie and Django kind of go back and forth. I think if I had to pick, it would be Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, and then Django right. for me. Django's so good. I like I like in Django when after he, you know he starts working with um, the dentist. Oh yeah. He he goes he goes. You can pick your outfit for your character. And he has this his pimp outfit. The, his, his little <laughs> western little, pimp little, outfit. little boy font boy kind of yeah. Kind of and as a blue, like I think it's royal blue. It's very bright. It's yeah, it's awesome. I think he's <laughs> the most racist version of Don Johnson I've ever seen. <laughs> I saw Django in theaters on twice. I saw him, uh, so remember the? Of course you do, because uh, but the tornado that happened. Right. Uh, that just Christmas tornado. The Christmas tornado. I saw it 
during the Christmas tornado. Oh, geez. I was at the Crescent watching the Christmas during the Really? Yeah, so I was watching. So right, right down the street. I was right down. So there's okay. So I'm watching and enjoying the hell out of, out of Jingle Unchained, and there's literally a tornado, literally outside down the street. Down the street. <laughs> no idea. The power never went off. We never. You know, well, because it, it it cut. Across off and not downed off. Right. So and so and it did a lot of damage, but and so my phone was in the car because it was charging. Oh, so you didn't get the alerts. Or and and, and uh, I so I went and checked, and my phone had blown up. My mother had called like twelve times trying to find me. Oh my word! And she's like, "There's a tornado, world. You better call me." I'm like, "What tornado? <laughs> I, I don't know anything about this tornado." It was uh, it was devastating um, to my son Jack because. You know, Jack was a senior that year at Murphy High School, yeah. and Murphy High School is, is a school that was hit by the tornado. Right. And, um, of course, he was on Christmas break, and um, it was horrible because he was in the band, and the band room was taken out. Yeah, Murphy. And didn't Murphy um, – didn't the – the roof come off and laid back down on the building on parts on the auditorium right and yeah that. i know like lifted and the roof but right. set it right back down and then um so that it affected the auditorium of course the band room wiped out portables um and then the main building had lots of roof and window damage and i mean it was it was trees how long did it take them to repair it um, they had it done, of course, all the kids, um, they closed it, of course, they couldn't go back right. to school there, and I, th I want to say they reopened the next fall, but it was like a sea of portables until they finished, and they didn't finish repairs until recently to right. the auditorium. And I know... If, if I'm correct, Jack didn't get to go back to school for a little. He was a little displaced afterward, right? Well, they were all the students. Were, right, yeah. They had to finish. Jack had to finish his senior year at what used to be Shaw High School they, because that building was still there, so they right. used that. And what it was is they actually um, had literally like a compound of, of portables. Right. And because they couldn't use the inside of that school anymore because it was kind of in bad shape. But... Um, the way they set it up, there was um, they were using using it as kind of a middle school right. part of it. So they had the high schoolers set up in the back in all these portables, and they had like a fence around it that stayed locked, so the they couldn't enter. It looked literally like a prison camp. <laughs> and matter of fact, they called it. Um, we don't need our our, chil oh. our children mixing. What did they call it? Um, The Shawshank, yeah. Shawshank. Yeah, Shawshank. Shawshank. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But at least he graduated. He did. He Things did. It's just kind of sad to have him so senior year. Serving proudly in the Air Force. Yes, he is. Still in Japan, right? He is still in Okinawa, Japan. All right. Konnichiwa. Yeah. Ohio Kosimus. That's all I know. As far as I get. Konnichiwa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And good morning. Ohio Kosimus. It's good morning. <laughs> all right. Yay for our, our Japanese listeners out there. That's it. We try. <laughs> we, we, will, we will try. Yeah, he's doing great though. Good, glad he's doing. I don't great. know if he ever listens to my podcast, Jack Ryan. <laughs> Throughout the whole name on him, huh? That's it, the whole name. Yeah, he know he in trouble, or he's about to go fight a Soviet sub. <laughs> That's it. He is Jack Ryan. <laughs> so guess what? What? Guess what comes back on Sunday? Oh, Walking Dead. Yes. Are you excited? 
I am so excited. Have um, Have you been catching any of the little trailers? I caught trailer? the the I caught the Super Bowl trailer of the Negan squishing the football. Yeah, I'm talking about real trailers. And I saw I mean, that was awesome. and I saw the. I saw the two that were ran in England because apparently, I, did you know? Did you know Walking Dead runs on Fox in England? No, I did not know. <laughs> it that. runs in fo- on Fox in England. Well, do so, tell. So was, I mean, it's probably the same trailer you saw. They, they were short. Yeah, uh, a little short, but um, that was kind of like pretty much what we've seen as a the season finale kind of trailer, kind of like the. Yeah, they've um, the last one I saw. They've got the group obviously back together, and um, they did show them going. To the kingdom. Right. So to, you know, get help, I guess, from King Ezekiel. And, and I heard uh, we'll see Oceanside again. And um, I saw uh, Daryl with his crossbow. So. Yeah. So it was like, all is back to normal. Ish. We'll see how it goes. Oh, Negan, you in trouble now. <laughs> Negan's in trouble. And, I, and, I'm on, and after Negan falls and that is all over, I'm going to be like, told you so. You should have been as mean. <laughs> you could have had it all. Just you don't have to be a terrible person. You can rule with an iron fist and a velvet glove, but no, we just want to be like Iron Gauntlet, Iron Gauntlet. And it's, and it's a shame because he's so good looking. Oh, he's going to get. I think Michonne's going to get him. I think this is who she does in the, the comics. So maybe no, maybe not. I maybe thought the I thought the no, tiger Michonne gets him. Michonne got um the governor. My That's bad. right. I think Michonne got the governor. It's been a while. I know the tiger comes into play during the battle against Ezekiel. I mean, battle against Negan. I know Ezekiel in the in, in in the comics. Ezekiel and Michonne have some a past. Brown chicken, brown, brown cow. cow. <laughs> so I'm curious to see if that will actually play in the show at all. I don't know. Who knows? Oh well, yeah, it starts Sunday. I can't wait. I'll watch it. I have been like in. <coughs> God bless. Thank you. I have been in um, Norman Reedus withdrawal. So the other day I was sitting at home. Know, flipping through my possible movie selections and sat there and watched Boondock Saints, and it was marvelous. It's a good movie. I love that it's movie. Good. It's supposed to be a third one coming out. It's yeah. a rumor mill. It's on the rumor mill. I hear. I hear. The second one wasn't great, but it still had my boyfriend in it, so I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know if I saw the second one or not. It's been a while since I've seen it. I saw the first one like when it came out, and that was. I may have seen it once since then. It's like The Professional. It's a movie that I should watch more often than I ever uh, do. I love The Professional. I've seen The Professional a couple oh times. Oh, my God. <coughs> sorry, I've got this cough. I don't, have, I don't have a cough button on my recorder. So. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's part of it. Yeah, Professional is a great movie. Yeah, Professional is a great film. Kind of creepy, but good. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. I love Gary Oldman. He's a no, good, Gary bad Oldman's guy. phenomenal. Good, bad guy. He's, he is awesome. Um, speaking of movies and, and going back to the Super Bowl a little bit. Yes, um, I'm sorry. No, we're just Off on a tangent Sorry, there. tangents are good. Um, first of all, I was let down by the commercials in the Super Bowl. I was too. I I didn't think that they were that funny. Only a few of them. I, you know, I, I want funny, entertaining commercials. I got two I thought I enjoyed. One was the Terry Bradshaw with stain. Dro- with the stain. And oh, yeah. And he had the golf cart, and he, he, he met up with Jeffrey Tambor, and it was funny and cute. Uh, and then the other one I liked was the sexy Mr. Clean. I liked the sexy Mr. Clean. I also thought it was cute with the pancake dropping on the floor. 
and picks it up really quick and eats it before the dog gets it. Yeah. So you wouldn't share it with the dog. I thought that was funny. Yeah. That was cute. And that's it. I did like all the trailers that I get, got to see. I liked, I didn't like all the trailers. Um, well, I liked that I got to see trailers. Right. Well, so like they were all short trailers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't blah, care. Blah, blah, blah. I know. I don't care. Oh, look, we see uh, Jack, what's his face, and, and uh, Jack Sparrow in mud. <laughs> basically, let's try to milk more money out of this franchise. Right, and and have a good story. I think Keira Knightley's back in this one, though. That's who I thought I saw in that. And then there's Transformers The Last Night. And um, I'm just going to put this out there. Michael Bay must have video footage of of uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins killing a hobo. <laughs> because that's the only reason why I can understand why Anthony Hopkins is in this movie. I don't believe that Anthony... Oh, maybe Anthony Hopkins has, like, gambling debts. I don't know. I, I don't know. But he's in this movie. I don't... Or maybe it's just real easy to get Anthony Hopkins. He's at an age. He's like, whatever. I'll, where's a script? Robots? Sweet. And, and he goes for it. I contend that he's, you know, he's got there's he killed a hobo for fun and got caught. I don't know. I'm looking at the cast list now. Got Marky it. Mark's in it. Yeah, and, and his funky bunch. And his funky bunch. So, Stanley Tucci, I like him. Stanley Tucci's in all of them. I know, but I like him. John Goodman. <laughs> John Goodman's in this one, huh? Mm. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I I honestly have not watched a Transformers movie since um. Shia LaBeouf was in it. So the first two, and I was done. I was done after the first one. I got, I got roped into the second one, and I was done. They look terrible. I'm sorry. They look, they look okay. terrible. I and if like you're that. a fan of them, that's fine. We here celebrate fandom. But you know what? If you have a Transformers podcast, we'd love to have it. But you know, I, not a fan. Yeah, I like, I like Bumblebee, but that's about it. I, I didn't even like the old Transformers cartoon. I'll be up. Oh, I well. I didn't watch the Transformers, but I used to love to watch. Um, was it Beast Wars? Yeah, Beast Wars. Oh yeah. I said I watch any of that. Oh, I love Beast Wars. A lot of people do. That was my thing. You can do a Beast Wars podcast. Ugh. I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did we get? We got um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which oh, was cute and fun. It, was it good. is cute. You can get to see Mantis get crushed by a a rock. <laughs> that was funny. I can't wait for that movie. Baby Groot's adorable. I um, am grouped. Then still, um, Vin Diesel doing that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel's group. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. He grew, he's also baby group. I forgot about that. So that's adorable. Right. <laughs> I like, I like what do you say? Welcome to the freaking Guards of the Galaxy. <laughs> but he didn't use freaking. That's a great line. Right. The movie's going to floor us. It's going to be so good. Um. What else did we see? We saw uh, some other things. That was oh, uh, well, I, w- I want to save the big one for this one, but I want to segue into this other sh- the other Guardians of the Galaxy thing okay. while we're looking at it. So I read this cool article, and I posted it on Mopcast, uh, Mopcast's Facebook, um, Facebook, you know, mopcastnetwork.com slash, no, facebook.com slash mopcastnetwork. There, there we go. There you go. Medication. Um, so what do you think was the most difficult prop for the prop department to make for Guardians of the Galaxy? The Walkman. And you do you know why? 
Because you can't find them anymore, I'd and imagine. And do you know why? <laughs> I'd imagine Sony did away with it. Sort of. There was a factory fire, a warehouse fire that destroyed most of those Walkmans. Oh, my gosh. And so the Walkmans, so they were like, we can find Walkmans, and they found what they wanted, but it was like eight grand on eBay. And <gasps> they were like, even the, they're a multi-billion you know, franchise, and they're like, uh-uh, not going to happen. Oh, my Lord. So the prop department built six or seven of them, built them. Built Walkmans. Built Walkmans. So. So that was kind of cool. Well, they're not working Walkmans, are they? Oh, I, I don't think so. I, I guess don't it doesn't I don't matter. Think, I don't think they need to work. They just have to look like a Walkman. Yeah, they just have to look like the, you know, the tape deck opens. You can slide tape in and press buttons. You know, I've never even thought about, of course, because we don't need Walkmans. I don't even own cassettes, I don't think, anymore. Now that I think about it. but You probably got one stuck in a closet maybe somewhere. Maybe somewhere. But can you imagine? It's like, I think I'll Jamie's go Jamie's got some Def Leppard somewhere. Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Richard Marks. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, no, he. I bet you he got Richard Marks cassettes. I bet you. I bet you. Somewhere. I put a dollar on there's that. There's a Richard Marks cassette somewhere in that house. I mean, I would definitely put a dollar on that. <laughs> Richard, hey, Jamie likes Richard Marks. That's his. That's his man. That's his jam. It's crazy. He doesn't do enough of a karaoke though. Did I tell you about the time he took took me to a Richard Marks concert? No. I'm gonna play my favorite Richard Marks song at the end of this podcast. Oh God! So they he played at the Beau Rivage, I think, one of the casinos in Biloxi. Okay. And um, we got tickets, and um, it was Jamie and I, and then another couple. the The guy in the couple was a huge fan of Richard Marks, and the the female was not. She was like me. So, so really, they should have just went together. <laughs> yes. So we're sitting there watching this concert, and we have the um, the seating where you're kind of close to the stage where you have the tables so the waitresses can come and bring you drinks. Right. And um, so I'm getting drinks, and I'm trying to drink and hope this concert is done. I mean, that's all I'm trying to do is get through the concert. Please, God, let this concert be short the whole time. So afterwards, I get up and I start heading up the little ramp or whatever to come get out of the theater, me and my, my, the female friend. And we turn around and the guys have gone down to the stage. They are Well, because they want to get the set list and meet Richard Marks. They are totally waiting for Richard Marks. And waiting and waiting. So finally, we leave. We leave the the, the other girl and I. We he left the boys. We, we did. We left. Went out. Went out to you know the theater, and we're waiting forever. And here they come. Blah 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 blah. Come up there. Jamie had gotten a CD signed. They had met him. The other guy got something else signed. It was crazy. It was crazy. I'm actually looking up because I don't. I, I I know like by by heart. I know one Richard Art Mark song. I have a favorite Richard Mark song, but I'm like I'm trying to figure. And it wasn't a hit, so I'm like trying to figure I'm out. I'm kind of sad you have a favorite Richard Mark song. Hey, come you on! You can't back me on this, Scotty. Oh, look. <laughs> hey, look. As the founder of the Mopcast Network, we celebrate fandom. I know. So if you're a fan of Richard Marks, be be a fan of Richard Marks. I'm not, I I no, would disparage I, that. I totally agree. I mean, I don't like Transformers, but I invited someone to do a Transformers podcast on here. I think there's a place for Richard Marks. I. I, <laughs> Jamie's truck when he's alone. 
Hold on to the night. That's one of them. I do. I do think that he is a talented writer. I don't deny writer that. Writer waiting. That was the other one. But um, I just don't care for his music. It's just not my jam. I can't do it. Of course, I don't like you know Michael Bolton either, or anybody from that era that played romantical music. I want to see the Michael Bolton uh, Valentine's Day special though. It looks hilarious. <laughs> Are you for real? I'm for real. So. Um, uh, Scott Ackerman and the Lonely Island um, produced Michael Bolton's Valentine's Day special, and it's more of the spoof of My- Michael Bolton. So it's Michael Bolton spoofing because you know, you know, I mean, you saw the SNL yeah. bit where they did you know, the Captain Jack Sparrow song, right? So it's that kind of ja- uh, Michael Bolton. Um, that'll be interesting. And so he's got a Valentine's Day special, and a and he's got like a, a rivalry with Kenny G, and Kenny G's played by. Um, Andy Samberg in this <laughs> until the end of the clip, and you saw the uh, end of That's the trailer. That's a lot trailer. of hair. At the end of the trailer, you saw like the real Kenny. G. It's yeah. really bizarre, but it's got a lot of Maya Rudolph and a bunch of other people are on it. So I, re- I mean, it, it's on Air Netflix now. I hadn't. How funny! It looked, but it looks like hour long. It's supposed to be hilarious. My plan is going to go see the new Fifty Shades movie for Valentine's. I'm going to go see John Wick by myself. I haven't seen the first one. We were to actually <sighs> so we saw good. the trailer. And um, Jamie and I did. And w- when the first one came out, we meant to go see it John and never got so around good. to it. So now we're like, okay, now we have to see the first one. And so we can go watch the second John one. Wick is so good. I heard. I want to go so do good. I just No spoilers. So good. Have you ever just like intend to see something? I'll and you just stuff all the time. Yeah. Tons and you just you, you lose track of it until it's out of the theater. And you're just I like, I want to see Deepwater Horizon because I like, hey, I'll, I like Marky Mark in movies. And uh, it's got my, uh, John Malkovich in it, and it looked kind of cool, and it happened nearby. I was like, I'm yeah. curious about it. And you know, it would be easy for a Matt name. Never saw it. Um, huh. uh, Jackie's coming to the Crescent. I'm going to see that. I'm thinking. This no. is my thinking look. Jackie, Jackie. That's the Natalie Portman as uh, Jackie Onassis. Yes, I do want to see that. We'll go see that together. It's yes. We'll go see that together. That'd be fun. I had to think for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> She's nominated for the Oscar for that. Oh, that'll be awesome. So, yeah. uh, there's a bunch of stuff that I want to see that I don't. What else? What other trailers? I'll tell you what's out. So, um, we're supposed to do a podcast on the. We we were supposed to podcast on the 22nd of February. We're going to do two. We're going to do this show, and we're going to do um, the uh, the first Bros, Booze, and Movies for the new season. Okay. But I postponed it. Right. Two reasons. One um, is. Um, Mardi Gras, right? And we're in downtown area, and it's just, it's just crazy. And I don't want to deal with that, right? I don't. So I think we're just going to pocket afterwards. The other reason is that Newsies is coming to theaters, and I want to watch it. Oh, what theaters? A Diverville. Oh, that'd be awesome. So it's the it's the musical. It's done. You know, it's. Shot. Don't laugh. You're no, laughing at me. No, I'm laughing at the D'Iberville Theater. That okay for we've seen two things right there now. So for those of you who don't know or aren't familiar with their area, we live in a rather large city. We live in a port city that has lots of industry, several theaters, but this little tiny tiny city, which is kind of like a suburb of yeah, which right. is a suburb of Biloxi, right? But this little tiny tiny place that has one theater has all these great movies that we cannot get here in Mobile. Yeah, so um, I love the Fathom events and we've done a a couple of things with the Fathom events. 
uh, Younger Hosers and the Never Ending Story. Right. Well, this month they're doing um, they're doing Newsies and, but it's like Pensacon weekend. So like it's the sixteenth, the seventeenth, and then the twenty second. So like I can only see it on the twenty second because yeah, I mean I could try to see it the sixteenth when I go pick up tickets for us and then try to catch the theater. But I'm like I don't want to rush. I'm be honest, I just don't want to rush. No, for it, we but need so to. D- we'll go see it on the twenty second, and we'll just um, we'll just podcast in the car. Yeah, we'll, we'll totally podcast we'll in the car. We'll just bring the recorder and, and podcast in the car. <laughs> That'll work. So sounds good to me. All right. But yeah, I'm going to see new. We're going to see news. Yay! I love that. I was just giggling about making another trip to D'Iberville, Mississippi. The famous D'Iberville. <laughs> um, That's awesome, though. Oh, yeah. I, it, it, fun stuff. It I should, love Newsies. I do, too. Um, I like the music and the musical. I like the movie, the original movie. Mm-hmm. And chorus when I was in a f- freshman in high school, I think. Right. Either my freshman year or my sophomore year, they made us sing Seeds the Day. Oh, yeah. And so, so the, uh, like a high school choir yeah. re- arrangement of Seeds the Day. We had um, at JJP, of course, they're always, you know, well, we should do this and we should do that. And there's been several times that's been brought up, but it would just be nearly impossible to cast. I don't think the rights are available yet. They're still nationally touring, so. Um, I don't know. I mean, this was a couple of years ago. Yeah, when it's because, it, well, they're still on Broadway a couple of years ago. Yeah, so. but still, I don't. I mean, I think it's still on Broadway now, but. Yeah. I know they're nationally touring. I know that. I mean, it's been off and on. Touring because you know they it came and then they did the movie and then no no no, then no. the movie came first no yeah the movie was first really yeah the movie I didn't know that yeah so the movie comes out in 1991, in that era I can't believe that and that had it had Christian I'm, a little, ba- I'm a little disappointed it had Christian Bale in it I know <laughs> and uh, I really thought and so and then they revamped it in 2012. At the Peppermill Playhouse in New Jersey, and that's where they, okay. they birthed it at. I stand corrected. And then uh, f- 2013, 2014, it's been on Broadway. It, it would still be impossible to cast, I think, here. I don't know. I think there's some uh, ambitious young kids that. We uh, would have a lot of girls dressed as boys, I think. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, it would. I think that's what we would have to do. It's a heavy dance. There's a lot of dance in yeah. there. Yeah. It's a heavy dance. So. And that's not that we couldn't find a lot of male young actors. I just don't know if we could find that many male young dancers here in the area. So who knows? Who knows? You know, still a great show. So do you know what show? I, I was talking about. So I'm currently in. Um, well, actually, no, I have just finished up because right. the way we record. So we've just finished up uh, Cal Hutton Roof. And me and some of the cast were talking about because I want to direct my ambitions. Because right. all actors want to direct. That's what I went to school for, actually. But um, the um, the question of well, what I want to direct come up, and, and then they were like, well, what about JJP? And I said, well, JJP is pretty well musical heavy. And I'm like, I'm not. We still do two straight plays. Right, you, right. You need to put your name in because they're searching for directors for next season. You should put my name in. You should say I have a friend. <laughs> I will. They should, you, you're more than welcome to, to name drop me. I'm okay with that. All right. I'll. I'll Scotty's totally interested. That. That's fine. But anyway, so we're talking about musicals we'd want to do. And I was like, at the time, I'm like, I don't think, I can't think of a musical that I would want to direct, mm-hmm. period. And then I, but then I had forgotten about one. And now I'm like, ah, I want to direct this musical so bad. Okay. Leap of Faith. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Leap of Faith. Um, I have a, a, I love the music in Leap of Faith. Absolutely. And right. I think that I, uh, um, it's very gospel. And I think it'll play yeah. very well in the, down here. It'll play very well down here. 
the the only reason oh, two reasons I love that movie I love that movie that if you've right. never seen the Steve Martin uh, Leap of Faith it it's a it's a great film see I really think you you need to submit something in writing to JJP about that because they're still s- trying to select for next season okay I mean seriously sure why not uh, why not um so I love the movie in in fact um one of my dearest friends. Josh, when we had first met as kids, uh-huh. that was the first movie we saw together. Awesome. Because we were both Steve Martin fans. We yeah. So, and we saw it at the the theater near your place that's closed now. Yeah. And it was a Carmike. It was fire. a Carmike. But, but I I remember seeing that movie, and I remember making jokes with Josh because we got Nestle Crunch Bars, and when you looked at them, they were segmented almost like a remote, and I kept oh, doing yeah. remote jokes, you know, <laughs> click, clicking them and whatever. And this was... 92, so this is, you know, 25 right. years ago, and I remember it clear as day. But love that movie. That movie I, oh, was amazing. Then they find out that they're making it into a musical, and I was following for two years. Oh, wow. From the, when they were debuting in San Francisco, and it was way too long, and they were cutting it down. And so it's going to Broadway, and I'm like, yes, yes. And so it's going to Broadway in the spring, and so I'm like, all right, so I'm, st- I'm in West Virginia College, at the right. and I said, all right, so I've got enough money, this is what I'll do. I will fly up to New York right. after the semester's over. I'll fly to New York, spend a night in New York, catch Leap of Faith, and fly back to Alabama in the morning. Three days before I'm set to fly out, they canceled the show. <gasps> so the last performance was three days before I flew. Oh, no. So it only, play, it only played 28 days in it. And, and so it, 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 it was a Broadway flop. And the reason, I think I think the religious overtone and the religious gospel right. music didn't play well in New York City. However, now there's a community theater version of it running around. And yeah. It's running in different places. I would I would do lots of things to do to get that show. I love I that. Would, I would do the, uh, and, and the tough part about that show is a spoiler alert. Is at the end of the play, you have to make it rain. Oh, yeah, there you go. And I want to figure out how to make it rain. Because I want to do real rain. I mean, we could do fake light and stuff, make it rain. Yeah. But I want to do real rain. So real I have to do real rain safely. Because it's, it's you've got to do it safely to make the illusion work. And right. you've got to collect it and redo it. Because you can use one rain. Me, me, and a, me and a technical director at Theater 98, we were trying to work it out. Because Theater 98 pages is too small yeah. to do it. But we were like, you know, if I could get a stage for us to do it, we could figure out how to make it rain. That'd be cool. Just, just, uh, it just needs to rain a little bit. It just yeah. needs to rain. Huh. But that would be awesome. I never thought about submitting that as a, as a play idea for, for them. I, you should. i got to find the right musical director and the right choir director. There's so many musical directors that, I mean, that would, I'm sure, be happy to do it. How, just tell me who I need to submit to. And I'll submit. I'll, I'll write something up. I actually submit it to the board. I don't know. I don't. You're the only board member I know. So. Oh, uh, okay. So um, Ryan Northrup is the president. Oh, we can talk about this off air. Doesn't yeah, have, it's doesn't okay. Have to be a pod, we'll get. We'll, we'll talk about. A, it anybody out there listening wants to submit a play? Ryan Northrup. It's <laughs> present for JJP. That's so maybe. And then that I want to do Duck Hunter Shoots Angel as a play. But that'd be cool. Anybody who wants to do it, you know, I need to just make a list and say these are the things I'd like to do. Here's our good fits for for theater down here. Yeah. And I'm qualified because of X. What I'll do is probably pay Anita to write for me. Because <laughs> she is, um, she's very, you can answer Jamie's phone. Hey, answer Jamie's phone. Okay. Hold on, we're going to cut to. to Hi. Uh, no, I am podcasting. You are now in the podcast. Well, we're not. We're, we're not, not doing it live. We're not doing live. I'm, I'm under the weather. That's why we didn't do it. So you can talk. Say hi. We were just talking about you a little bit ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 
I'll let Stephanie explain. We were talking about the time that you took me to that Richard Marks concert. Yes. <laughs> what was your favorite moment about the Richard Marks concert? The favorite moment about the Richard Marks concert for me was when I went all fanboy and gushed and got him to sign my CD and acted like a little schoolgirl. So what'd you tell him? Um, I don't even remember what I said. It was probably something very, very stupid. <laughs> something very, very stupid. Yeah, probably something along, uh, along the lines of uh, uh, talking about one of his songs and singing it, you know, that kind of stupid stuff. And he looked at me like I was dumb, but it's cool. Hey, he still signed your CD. He did sign my CD, and my beautiful wife, actually, even though she hated every minute of that concert. Well, she did have alcohol, so she didn't have the hated every minute. Well, that's true, but she box framed it, and uh, I've seen it. I've seen it in your house, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. You know that. Well, you know, for the for the folks that don't know, I didn't know if you're, you know, uh, broadcasting this. So. See, I'm not an evil person. I do nice things. Yeah, she tries to act like she has no feels, but she does. So, what's your favorite Richard Mark song? Holy crap! Um, <laughs> I can't believe we're having this discussion. I think it's great. Wow! Hey, Mobcast wow. Network, celebrate um, fandom. Uh, you know, I think my favorite song by him would be a song called "Until I Find You Again." It was on one of his later albums, but it reminds me of how I would feel if I ever lost my wife. Oh. oh, okay. Now I have a new song on play at the end of the podcast. I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna play that one. What's it called again? Until I find you again. Until I find you again. I'll, I have to find it and then rip it yeah, and it put on it on the podcast. Flesh and bone. Flesh and bone. I like Hazard. Yeah, that's a good song. I like Hazard, and I especially like its video. I was yeah, gonna play for Hazard at the end because literally I was trying to figure out like the only Richard, and literally that's the only Richard Marcus song I could think of, and it's my favorite. I have a whole different, I have a whole reason why, but um, I was gonna play at the end, but I'll play the, I'll play yours at the end. So we'll have a, a Richard Marks tag. Well, the one the one that you play at the end, people would probably recognize. This it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay. I want them to I, I want to expose them to new Richard Marks. I hadn't heard this song. I'll play at the end. Right. I, I have I have a lot of podcasts. I can always put Hazard at another one. There you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. I could, you know, pause right here and play a sample now. You could. My mother came to hazard when I was just seven. Even then, the folks in town said the prejudice dies. That boy's not right. Three years ago, And that was Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> You'll edit that in. Yeah. 
okay, except that right. part where she explains how I've the magic of, of the podcast works. Edit that out. <laughs> what, what part? Of it? Did you have feels? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hazard's a fun but, song, and it, 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 well, it's not fun. It's like tragic, and it's got a cool. Video. I was like fourteen when it came out. Thirteen, and I was like, you know, I was moody, and it was just perfect for my moodiness. Right. I may be younger because I remember it came out. Didn't it come out at the same time as Mr. Big's uh, uh, "To Be With You"? I think it's about the yeah. same. Uh, yeah, it generally, I think it did because Hazard was on the Rush Street album, and I think that came out in '91. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep, yep. So everybody, uh, yeah, even people that don't like Richard Marks like that song. It's a good song. Right here, it waiting is. for you is also good, right? That's the popular. Yes, that's his number yes. one, right? It was a high-ranking one. Well, and I didn't want to be cliche and say that was my favorite song because that's everybody's, that's a fan's favorite song. So. <laughs> So. Because Jamie's a connoisseur of Richard Marks, he, I am. He, did, hey, he was like, he was like, I could go with a fanboy choice, but I'm better than that. I I'm gonna do a song that reminds me what would happen if I ever lost my wife. Because he's trying. Because he, where are you right now? Where are you currently at? I am current. I am currently in Little Rock, Arkansas. So he's in Arkansas, and we're here in Alabama, and so he's not seen his wife in a few days. And That's so right. He, he's he's all like, I'm missing my wife. I know. When you home? Right. I mean, I have. I have many, I have many, I have many Richard Marks songs that I absolutely love, but I think that is my. my you favorite. should do some more Richard Marks karaoke. I should because Stephanie loves it so much. It's not about her. It's no, about you. It's, tor- it's about but, you. But, I never, I never. The karaoke songs I I bellow out is not because I think Stephanie will like them. It's because I think I want to sing them. I enjoy them. It's about no, me. You're missing, you're missing the point. It, when I do that, it is about me because I know it irritates the hell out of her. See, you have a weird relationship, <laughs> but it works. Right, right. I mean, you know, every, we love each other, but every so often you have to stick it to one another in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that alone. I'm, I'm, you I'm, can edit that out. <laughs> oh, no, that one stays. That one stays. <laughs> that one stays. Oh, one my stays. God. So how did y'all get on Richard Marks? Um, That's a Good. How did we get on Richard Marks? You talked about the the concert experience with Richard Marks, but I don't know how we got no, there. There's a reason we got to that, though. You have to go back and listen to the. Uh, Are you cassettes. surprised me again? Cassettes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Real We're quick. talking about cassettes, and um, he said, "I bet Jamie's got." I said, "I don't even have a cassettes anymore," and he says, "I bet Jamie's got a Richard Marks cassette somewhere." And that's how mm. on the I like how now he's looking, going, maybe. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't even know if I have an actual cassette anymore. It, it's but, probably uh, in a box somewhere in a closet. Probably. Probably. Rush Street somewhere, get car- gathering dust. There you go. Hey, as, as far as, uh, you know, if you're going to call anything by Richard Marks edgy, that was that was the one, Rush Street. It was in the early 90s. Everybody was edgy. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Everybody was edgy in the early 90s. <laughs> it was. It was in the early was 90s. Was that his grunge album or something? No, it, it was his grunge not, album. Right, was, right. I guess it's close to his grunge <laughs> album. <laughs> well, uh, Brian Adams, didn't Brian Adams go kind of edgy? That that year too, there was a because Brian Adams went uh, kind of edgy that that year too. I think I think because because there was like Richard Marks and Brian Adams had kind of same similar album albums at the time. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Uh, of course, now he got caught uh, in between there doing doing the soundtrack for uh, yeah, got, Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah, and that made him so much money. Oh my God, yes. See, that's the funny thing about Richard Marks, though, going back to that because. You know, everybody makes so much fun of him, but he is the smartest dude on the planet because he has written so many songs for other people. He is laughing all the way to the bank, all, all the people that make fun of him. So, 
like Stephanie, who's making faces. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, you know, but all the different songs, you know, uh, number one songs by NSYNC and things like that. He's making money off all of that stuff. See, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. This I Promise You by NSYNC. Richard Marks. I learn something every day. Oh, he, like you are to Star Wars trivia, he is to Richard Marks trivia. Oh, rock on. Dude even wrote a song for Kenny Rogers, dude. Nice. Way back in the day. Crazy by Kenny Rogers. Okay. Rock on. Yeah. Yeah. I, we learned all kinds of things here at the Weekly Mobcast. I'll tell you, you got me rolling now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about wrapped up here, so we'll let yeah. us finish up and we'll... Uh, I will call you in a little bit. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I was able to contribute. To I'm glad you were able to contribute, too. You're always welcome. All right. I'll call you in a little bit. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. And that was your Jamie segment. That was my Jamie. We should have Jamie call every episode and just do a segment. That's kind of like funny. Five minutes on something. You got him rolling on the whole Richard Marks thing. That's because I'm a good interviewer. You are. You are. And that's a topic he absolutely <laughs> loves. Topic I don't know much about, but uh, it's, it's always good to know. I didn't know about the NSYNC or thing. I'm going to go Wikipedia on Richard Marks. You should. And I recommend you go Wikipedia Richard Marks as well. All right. That sounds good. I think that does sound good. Uh, oh, we have one more thing to talk about before we Let's go. do it. Let's, uh, so the last thing from the Super Bowl that made me squee completely happily oh, was, yes. was, was the it – was, it was less than a minute, but it was amazing. It was Stranger Things Season 2 Woo! teaser. So it comes out Halloween and looks amazing. It looks so good. I am so excited about season two, but you know when you find something you love and you want to share it with people who, right. who haven't seen it or can't see it? My mother would be a huge fan of Stranger Things, but he she doesn't she did not have access to the internet right. until today. We got her Wi-Fi. Mama's got Wi-Fi. And the next step, um, she lost her um, cord to her laptop, so we ordered her cord. It'll be in Friday. But on Friday, I'm hooking her up with Netflix so she can watch Stranger Things. I am. Well, after Pensacon, me and Mom are going to watch it one Saturday. I think we're or one weekend. We're going to try to binge yeah. it in the weekend. Because I'm, I'm with you. My mother, uh, after watching the season two trailer, I was like, Mom would really dig this. My well, you know, my mom was a huge number one. She's a huge horror fan, right? And huge Stephen King fan. And there's so many references that's just amazing. I mean, that's kind of her thing. And there's giant monsters in this. Yeah, giant monsters. It's creepy. My it's favorite the thing though, there's a cool uh, homage shot to Close Encounters in this, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. And Close Encounters is dear to my heart. Right. It was filmed near here, near, well, filmed in Mobile and Baymanette. Mm-hmm. And you know, we could, I could show you where the train scene happened in Baymanette. It's where it's right down from my house. You know what got me as far as um, watching that? It, you know, the the '80s, of course. You know, I was in high school. And they, what what years does season two take place? Eighty three. Okay. Oh, eighty four season two. One year later. Uh, okay, I didn't start high school until eighty six. So I was in middle school. Middle school. Um, I was four, second grade, I think. Yeah. I was in middle school. 
but I did not realize until I saw the season two trailer how old Ghostbusters <laughs> was. Yeah, 84. Because oh. they're all wearing Ghostbusters costumes, and it's adorable. And I'm like, oh, my God, is Ghostbusters that old? Oh, totally that old. I saw Ghostbusters on the 30th anniversary in the theaters. That's awesome. That's how I got to see it. I never got to see it originally in theaters. I did. That's why I couldn't re- I couldn't believe it was that old. We didn't see it. Uh, we saw Ghostbusters. Uh, my aunt had the old crank satellite. And they had HBO, and, that's we, right, with the, and that's how we watched because she taped it, and we watched Ghostbusters. We didn't have HBO. I d- we didn't have like the movie channels. We just couldn't afford it, and we didn't have satellite. So what my mom would do is, um, my stepfather worked at uh, Service Merchandise. Remember that? I remember Service. Okay, merchandise. so we bought a, um, a, a VHR with a recorder. A VCR. V- VCR. Wow, Thank it's you. been so long VHR. for you. It's been a VCR with a recorder. So it was a dual, deck. dual deck. And she would, um, we would rent movies from whichever movie rental place, and she would buy blank tapes and record them, and that's how we built up our movie My library. Mama was a pirate. Well, we didn't sell them or anything, but Your yeah. Mama was a pirate. She was. That's right. They can't do anything about it now because she's an old woman and does not own any of those anymore. Well, the statute of limitations on that, too. I think yeah. it's a strong gum. Yeah, but that's how we watched movies. But uh, if you've not seen Stranger Things, go watch that. We'll talk about it more when we get a better trailer, which is coming. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's you can it. follow me on Twitter at, at Scotty White. Uh, go to scottywhite.com. All my stuff's there. And go see go chroniclesalembo.com. That's what I want to promote. And see us at uh, Pensacon. That's right. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie S. Ward one. You can find me on Facebook. You can find links to me on ScottyWhite.com and um, definitely watch uh, read and and pursue Chronicles of Limbo. Pursue it. Like, just pursue. chase it. Just, just chase it. it. Just do it. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye! Bye!
Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.